You are listening to Readers and Writers with your host, James Hill and Athena Paris. I'm Amy Ravichandran, and today we're talking about book tours. So last week, you guys, I asked you, are book tours better for people with a series or with a stand, like a ton of standalone books or a combination of, of both? So kind of what is your opinion on book tours and who's going to have more success at these? Well, let me let me give you a little bit of experience here. Okay. When you go on a bookstore and you have a series of books, they always buy the first book. <laughs> you run no because you know everybody wants that. Even they look and they say, "Oh, the second book looks real interesting." Well, you do have those the people. They're yeah. rare, but you do have those people that'll be like, "Ah, oh, you sold me on it." They buy the whole series that's out. I mean, that that sometimes happens. Those are the people I love. And they're, and they're one in a hundred. <laughs> yeah, they're far between. But, you know, when they come to your table, you're just like, can I hug you? You know, because yes. now we can hug people again. You know, so yes. it's nice. So but I also have standalone books, which, you know, it's, it's no easier selling the standalone book than it is selling the series. Uh, and if people read your first book, if they come back and they see you somewhere else or you do these uh, conferences and the conventions and these things year after year, like we do the Miami Book Fair year after year. I have had people come back and say, yes, I remember you from last year. I read your book. I'm buying the second and I think I'll buy the third now too, because they know it's going to be another year before I get back there. So therefore they're, they're willing to buy the next two books in line or whatever it is. So having a series of books, don't make it any easier to sell unless you already sold the first book to them. And then, you know, they're, they're a fan, so they're coming back to, to read the second or third book. Like you said, there's some that come up with the uh, with the idea of, that really sounds like a good series of books. Let me buy all of them. Yeah. Then, you know, they, well, so course, how I'll do give you, them a special price. How do you do it at book tours? Do you, like, discount the first book, or do you offer, like, a discounted rate on bundles, or do they just get to take their photo with you and get a free bookmark? Like, what are some of the like tips and tricks if you're going to start doing book tours or conferences or comic cons, you know, what are things that you should be thinking about and considering, you know, promotional wise to do? Yes. <laughs> first off, if you're going to be there in person, signing book or first off, people like to get a signed copy, but you should also give them a little bit of a break on the price. So um, I see some people say, you know, the first book is, you know, discounted. The second book, whatever, is, you know, regular price. I kind of like discount all of the books. You know, I'll take a couple of dollars off of all the books. I'll take, uh, I'll, if I'm selling the series, I'll sell you the bundle for, you know, a nice price. So my thing is, you never want to bring any book back with you. Sell them all if you can. Don't give such a big discount that you're going to lose money. Because let's face it, we're in the business of making money, you know. So don't don't discount them so much. Because some people will tell you, "Well, can you knock another five, ten dollars off the price?" And you're like, "I already knocked five dollars off the price. If I knock another five dollars off the price, you know, I'm not making any money. I'm not here for my health, you know." So they're they're off. They and you should have free stuff to give away. And when I say free stuff to give away, bookmarks, you know, different things postcards, whatever, uh, had nice little um, dragon metal bookmarkers and things like that, that you're going to give away, swag as we call it, right? So that's 
I mean, it costs you as a writer to get these things and to have these things made and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't cost as much as your book. So therefore, if they buy the book, they get the nice bookmarker to go with it. You know, that's, that type of thing is a good selling point. You can also sell some of these bookmarks, like I was selling some of them for $5, because people just wanted the bookmark. And at first I was like, no, 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 you can only get the bookmark, you know, the little dragon or the mermaid. You can only get it if you buy the book. And then I realized, you know what? I should just sell the bookmarks. <laughs> they want to buy the bookmark, sell the bookmark. You're still making money. So I would sell the bookmarks also. But you can get the bookmark for free if you buy the book. So that's 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 one I that's one way of doing it. And that you should always have something to give. Yeah. The, yeah, the thing about fairs and uh, comic cons is that sometimes you have to be uh, careful what you present at each one. Because comic cons, for example, are big fantasy uh, attractors because those people automatically like the, the costumes and the adventure and all kinds of um, things. And there's a lot of... Uh, um, series writing in uh, at the comic cons usually because people are looking for those kind of it's the sci-fis and the star wars uh, fantasy it's um, lord of the rings and uh, harry potter and all those kinds of things do it extremely well at the comic cons because either you can you can dress as the writer you can dress in one of the costumes of your story or the people know your work and they will dress and come oh you know i've been looking for you um you know i was dying to meet you my hero you wrote the best story in the world doesn't have to be but they feel it is and you are thankful for the uh, support and so um whereas if it's a fair or a convention or those things you can sell the more um, realistic, let's say, the more realistic uh, uh, kind of writing, you know, more uh, like the, the romances and the mysteries and murder. And But Comic-Cons are really, really good for the fantasy and sci-fi because, you know, it's the makeup, believe, uh, make believe the world, a new world and people like that because they like to escape. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you say, the comic cons are more reader driven. You have mm -hmm. more people there who are fans and, and readers. And when you go to conventions, you're yeah. pretty much more writers are there and people who yes. are in the business. So, and of course, writers make good readers because they want to know yes. what's going on in their, in their genre and who else is coming yes. up and things like that. So they're, like you say, they they they'll buy more mysteries, more uh, action type things. Not so much. Well, if, if you go to a fantasy convention, then of course you're going to sell yes. fantasy uh, books, you know. But um, you get to the point where if you if you're looking at them, a convention is more geared toward the people in the business, where comic cons and fairs are geared more towards fans of the business so yes. you so you you have a different now if you go to a mystery uh 
fair where everybody's going to be mystery writers and things like that, then yeah, you're still going to get the same fair, you know, people who are fans of that subject, of that genre. Yeah. And yes, so, like the the one that you do in uh, August. What's that? The, oh, the kill. Uh, oh, the killer Nashville. The Nashville. Yes, killer yeah. Nashville. So that obviously speaks to murder. So it, you were going to get a gathering of writers who everybody, whether it's mystery or um, detective, thrillers uh, or detective stories, yeah. all those stories. Then, therefore, it's geared towards a more specific topic you know, in uh, writing, obviously. Now, somebody who writes romance is not going to pitch up at Killer National, right. you know, so. If it's that's like a mafia mobster romance, maybe, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you know, but now I do, I do agree, like conventions and stuff is all about the craft of being an author mm. and a publisher and it's the whole networking business entanglement kind of thing whereas like your comic cons and your bookstores and and things like that are more for you to engage with your readers right because your readers are kind of what drive you to continue writing besides for your yeah. love of writing so I think it's it's one of those you have to have a little bit of both right you have to have the pleasure of meeting the readers and stuff but you got to do that business aspect and network and stuff too right which and, and it's yeah. good not to everyone learn likes from other people in your craft it's good to learn what they did how they're making it you know that kind of thing you learn from each other and writers i would like to say writers are very very helpful you know as a as a whole we don't have the type of Thing, probably because we're all broke <laughs> but we don't have the type of uh animosity or or you know cat fighting that you find in other other things i think musicians might be the other ones because a lot of musicians are also broke so you know you you kind of like share your share your wealth share your misery you know type of type of thing where you go to the convention and people are looking to help each other out and they're also looking for you to be a fan of theirs. So they want to tap into your audience and you want to tap into theirs. Yeah. So, you know, I make a fan of you, then you'll then you'll recommend me to your audience. And if you make a fan of me, I recommend you to my audience. When somebody asks me, well, who do you like? I said, oh, well, I met this guy, you know, John Takakis. I met him the other day at, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he wrote this very nice uh a detective thriller about Washington, you know, about DC, political thriller type of thing. So that's what you're looking for. You're looking to expand the world, expand your influence. And that's why you go to conventions. Um, yeah. You go to fairs and you go to the Comic Cons, you go to the, those type of conventions to actually meet the people and meet the fans. And yeah. If they're fans of fantasy, then they will become a fan of yours if you write fantasy. If yeah, you write yeah. good, if you sell it, then, you know, they're there for fantasy writers. They're there for um, murder mystery. They're there for, you know, whatever. So if you're in that genre, then they, they will, you'll pick up another fan here and there. And that's the way you do it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's definitely true. And I think it's, you know, one of those where, um, you know, you're engaging with the readers, but in terms of like writers helping each other out, you also can go and network 
with other publishers that are there or authors that have self-published or whatever that are there because you don't know what you don't know and what struggle you haven't gone through someone else might and so they can give you tips and and stuff but the writing community in a whole is just one of the most like giving communities I mean they are like open open books (laughs) (laughs) but you know that's similar to what they are and I think that because they put so much time and effort and like love and passion into their writing and everyone makes mistakes and everyone learns from them and we all make different ones and learn differently than others and so it's always good to collaborate in that sense but just the amount of time and research that goes on to a ton or into a ton of books is fascinating to go and hear what someone else is writing. Cause maybe it's something that you wouldn't write, but you might be interested into it, like in it, at least reading it after hearing the passion that someone else has for that kind of genre. So I always find those things interesting and a lot of fun when I go to those and dressing up is always just fun for me in a whole, but speaking about the time and the passion and the research that goes into it, Next week on Readers and Writers, we're going to be talking about research, what all goes into it for fiction and nonfiction. A lot of research research does go into fiction books. I know that you're like, oh, well, you make up these planets and stuff where they got to be realistic. So there's a lot of time and effort and research and hours spent researching that goes into it. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week on Readers and Writers. But until then, you guys, we'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.